Don't play with things that go boom. Lessons from my days in Olive Drab by Clint Morey, specialist fourth class, retired. Well, not actually retired. It's more like I didn't re-up. After my work at the division psychiatrist's office, it was time to move on to another experience, another learning opportunity. Now, I was assigned to a hospital ward at the 91st Evacuation Hospital, and it's there we worked with patients recovering from surgery. Now, the ward had one medic assigned to it and about 10 beds. I don't remember the exact number of beds, so give me a break. It was over a half century ago. But each bed had an occupant, a wounded soldier recovering from something. And the job was fairly straightforward, but I think it was a valuable experience. I used to regularly monitor the status of each of the soldiers in the ward. That would include checking their wounds for possible infections, keeping their wounds clean, making sure they took their right meds at the right time. It also included giving them their meals and having a lot of one-on-one conversations with them. We not only spoke about how they were recovering, but also talked about how they got hurt, if they were going back to the field or heading home, which led to many talks about life back in the States. Now, a couple of incidents during that time in the ward stick in my memory. One soldier, an infantryman, had been shot in the shoulder when he was on an operation in the field. The surgery went well and he was recovering quickly. I would check his wound each morning, rebandage it, and encourage him. One day, I remember asking him what it felt like to be shot. Now, I hadn't known all that many people who had been shot. Actually, I only knew one, a friend of mine who went into the Army before I did. He was also an infantryman, and he'd been shot in the chest while serving in Vietnam. Now, my friend had a sucking chest wound, and it could have been fatal but he survived and it was his ticket home. Now, back to my patient on the ward. I asked him what it felt like to be shot and I remember to this day his answer. He said, imagine a big strong guy coming up to you when you're not looking and hitting you as hard as he could with a baseball bat. He said, that's what it felt like when he got shot. Getting shot was not just a little owie. It was a painful and potentially serious event. Now, another patient that I remember was also an infantryman. He'd been out in the field, but he hadn't been shot. He had what we called jungle rot. His leg had been seriously infected from his time spent in the jungle. The doctors had cleaned up the wound and sent him to the ward to recover. Each morning, I would take off the bandage, remove the old dressing that stretched beneath the skin in his thigh, clean the area, check for infections, and then repack the dressing, and then I would rebandage his wound. That infection was over a foot in length, and repacking that wound is what I remember. I guarantee you it was a most interesting experience. Now, I can't leave my description of my work in the ward without telling you about the donut dollies. And for those of you not familiar with donut dollies, they were young women who volunteered to go to Vietnam with the Red Cross during the Vietnam War. They didn't serve donuts to the men. That name came from the women who served a similar role back in World War II. 
but the Vietnam-era donut dollies visited combat troops on remote fire bases, set up recreation centers, put on events, and visited soldiers in hospital. I asked one of my uh, AI things to just tell me what they did, and here's what it said. Dressed in their signature pale blue outfits, the donut dollies brought smiles, songs, games, and a touch of hope to the troops. Now, from 1962 to 1973, more than 600 women served as donut dollies in Vietnam. I've included a couple of photos of the girls that I got to meet when they visited the ward where I was working. And I can guarantee you, the minute the donut dollies walked into the ward, smiles broke out on the soldiers' faces. The donut dollies would take time to have one-on-one conversations with each soldier. They would help some write letters. They would ask about the lives, their lives, the soldiers' lives, and they tried to cheer them up. And I can't even begin to describe to you the impact their visits had on the soldiers in the ward. And they don't get the recognition that they deserve for their work during that time. Now, I do have a couple of lessons from my time in the hospital ward. The first is... Don't get shot. Now, I'm serious. I know I might be kind of playing there, but in addition to the potentially bad long-term impacts of getting shot, it also hurts. So if possible, avoid getting shot. Second lesson, be the reason someone smiles today. Now, that's the subtitle that I use on my Big Sky Rider podcast, but It's an important thought. Now, you may not be a cute girl working in a war zone or be part of the Red Cross, but you will meet people in life who are hurting. They may be ill, lonely, depressed, or confused. They need someone to care. Your attitude, your smile, your concern, and your willingness to listen to someone who is hurting is a powerful medicine. Use it. Be the reason someone smiles today.